Thank you for dropping your anchor with HarborCast as our Harbor family continues to glorify and enjoy God together. You asked the questions, and now we look forward to getting to know Him better through Scripture and Christ-centered interpretation. Hey everyone, and Merry Christmas. Uh, this week's Harbor cast is a little bit different. Uh, we wanted to share with you uh, two talks that happened at uh, our Christmas morning service. Uh, this is M-O-U-R-N, uh, where we uh, give some space for some lament, especially during the holidays. And uh, the first is going to be coming from uh, Candy Brasto, who's the wife of one of our missionaries that we support, and just her personal testimony. And then um, I'll be doing a brief homily um, <clears throat> looking at uh, Psalm 62. So I hope you enjoy. At this time, I'm going to welcome up Candy Brasto. Um, she's going to bring a personal testimony uh, tonight. Uh, Candy is the wife of uh, Tennant, one of the missionaries that we support um, it's with Campus Outreach. Um, we didn't want to hear from him. We want to hear from Candy. <laughs> uh, so, Candy, um, welcome and uh, uh, share, please. Is this working? Great. You can, can you hear me? Okay, perfect. Um, I'm going to pray just for my own heart and for my nerves, and uh, then we'll get started. Um, Lord Jesus, these are really hard things. Thank you for being a God that shepherds our hearts. Um, pray that you would calm my nerves, that you would glorify yourself. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I'm just going to read this because this is pretty emotional for me. So if you see me looking down a lot, that's why. <laughs> um, good evening and Merry Christmas, Harbor family. Um, like Michael said, when I got asked to speak tonight, I kind of did a double take uh, when your husband is a freshly licensed uh, minister, PCA minister, you're not the one on the team that gets tagged to speak a ton. Um, so, but I'm really thankful that I did. I love Harbor Church, and while no one wants to get tagged to talk about suffering, um, I feel honored to get to talk about what God has done in our family over the last two years and how he has carried us through the hardest times in our lives. For those of you who have had a closer look at our story, you know it's pretty hard to put into words the traumas over the last couple of years, but I'm going to do my best to talk about them in such a way as to highlight God and what he has done, and less about the trauma that we've experienced. Mostly, I want to highlight God's grace through 1 Corinthians 13, 13, where Paul writes, so now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these is love. I want to highlight how God has shown, has grown our faith, shown us the hope of heaven through his church, and hopefully remind you all of the great love with which he has lavished upon us, namely through his son. To give you some background in our story, I'm going to walk you through some of the roles that I've played since May of 2021. I've been a daughter who has walked with parents through their house burning to the ground and then through my stepmom's failed suicide attempt. I've been a sister to a drug addict who has overdosed and survived. I've been a patient undergoing an emergency spinal surgery after going into shock from nerve pain and then undergoing an extremely limited recovery. 
I've been a granddaughter grieving the death of both maternal grandparents after cancer and a stroke. Grandparents that I lived with for most of my childhood and teenage years, never to return in any meaningful way to my childhood home. I've been a wife to a husband not only watching our extended family and I suffer, but is himself grieving the loss of a dear aunt and walking with his father through health complications that culminated in his heart stopping and being brought back to life, all the while being in the throes of the last months of seminary. (laughs) And all of this is being experienced through nine rounds of COVID for our family and our daughter being hospitalized for asthma, which we didn't know she suffered from. These are very hard days. (laughs) But perhaps the hardest role that I've played the one that has brought the deepest cracks so that the light might shine through has been the role of mother. I have two beautiful children here with me, our sweet Cora Jane, CJ, and our content little man, Barrett, Brady, or Bear. I also have two daughters who are already in glory. They went to be with Jesus during these hard months while I carried them in my womb. Their names are Heaven and April. And it's only in moments like this, while speaking of God's goodness and the fruit he has borne in my life, that I get to be their mom. So I'm really thankful I get to share about them. First, I want to talk about how God has grown our faith. C.S. Lewis wrote, The greater the love, the greater the grief, and the stronger the faith, the more savagely will Satan storm its fortress. As Tina and I sought to navigate our love-driven grief over our daughters, God did the internal work in us of strengthening our faith and solidifying a lifetime call to ministry. God was very kind to guard my faith through this time. I mirrored Lewis's fears recorded in his book, A Grief Observed. While he was grieving the death of his wife, he says, Not that I'm in much danger of ceasing to believe in God. No, the real danger is of coming to believe such dreadful things about him. The conclusion I dread is not... So there's no God after all, but so this is what God is really like. Deceive yourself no longer. It would have been so easy to blame God for the trauma, the death, the chaos going on around us, but in God's kindness, we have never been more convinced of God's broken heart over death or of Satan's attack on God's children. Only God working in us could truly make us believe this. Our daughter's death enraged us at the real enemy. Tenet's first prayer after learning of April's death was not only come quickly, Lord Jesus, but come quickly, Lord Jesus, and crush and destroy the one who killed my daughter. We know that Christ has been gentle and lowly with us, comforting us in our afflictions, but we also know that he's coming back one day with fire in his eyes and a sword in his mouth to finish crushing our true enemy. And this has fueled our passion to sacrifice for the work of ministry and set our hearts as determined vessels to share his gospel. Our perspective was reshaped to know and remember that even though we mourn what we have lost in our growing family, we know that heaven and April have not lost the end for which they were created. They are experiencing that fully. And it has given us a desire for others to not lose that end as well. As our faith in these truths is strengthened, the hope we have in Christ has appeared to us more precious than ever before as well. Never more in our lives have we longed for that end for which we were created. 
I don't know that I've ever thought about heaven and being in the presence of God more than I have in the last two years. And his church has been such a picture and reminder to us of our heavenly home. Only in the kingdom of God does your boss come to your house and cut your grass. Only in the kingdom of God do people that you're supposed to be serving, broke college students that you've been ministering to, give you hundreds of dollars of gift cards to buy food when you can't stand and cook something for your family. Only in the kingdom of God do people literally come and live at your house, praise God for Don and Brenda Deal, (laughs) so that they can help take care of your then two-year-old daughter because you can't pick her up. Only in the kingdom do people text you on anniversaries of your daughter's deaths and due dates, reminding you of how much their lives have been impacted by your daughters because of the fruit that God has borne in your life. Only in the kingdom. As God has sharpened our faith and reminded us of our hope, we have perhaps grown the most in love. As we have limped through this season with a lot of eyes on us, we have discovered a capacity to love and be loved like never before. Love after this kind of grief is so scary. It's so hard, but we have found it to be so worth it. We have been loved, and we love others more because of the grace God has given us in our relationships, and not only outside of our family. We have seen sweet Cora Jane grow and develop this heart of mercy and tenderness that we believe would not be there without her watching her mom and dad suffer in these specific ways. It's so easy to think about all the negative ways that she may be affected through so many of these trials, namely the grief and physical pain that she has seen me walk through. But as a mentor reminded me, I have to see the good fruit that God is growing in her that might not have been sown otherwise, like her eagerness to help and her thoughtfulness and comforting and the general others-mindedness that she has adapted in these early days of her childhood. CJ talks about her sisters often, and we're prayerful that her knowledge of her sisters being in heaven because of Jesus' sacrifice will sharpen her faith to place her hope in the reality of his life, death, and resurrection, and not just be a personal spirituality. I wish that I could give these testimonies from the mountaintop of recovery. I wish this could be testimony from the far other side looking back on hard moments but currently living in the ease of comfort. It is far from it. Every time I hold my bear, I wonder what it would have been like to hold and nurse April or dream about heaven's future. Each time I can't play a certain game with CJ because of my leg paralysis or I have to sit down because my back hurts, I'm tempted to envy other moms my age that make the physical act of mothering look like it's the easiest thing in the world. We are wounded and hurt, and we're looking to Christ for his new promised mercies each morning to nurture little souls and to care for each other. We are taking each day as it comes, sharpening our faith by his word, setting our minds on the hope of heaven, and being vulnerable to love each other and God, whom we could have easily blamed instead of running to for comfort. But these external circumstances are producing an internal reward in us. Romans 5, 3 through 5 says we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. 
This is our story. In James chapter 2, James asks, Has not God chosen those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom? This is our testimony. We have been so poor and broken in the eyes of the world these last two years, ones to be pitied. But God has made us rich in faith and given us a richness in relationships, specifically here at Harbor. Thank you. You have labored for us in prayer, sent us meals, financially supported our ministry, loved and honored all four of our precious babies, including showering our little bear, (laughs) and grieved with us in all of the waves of tossings that have sought to shipwreck our faith. Paul prays for the Corinthian church that their faith and love would abound. That prayer is being answered in us day by day. To those of us mourning, or all who will one day mourn, when you are suffering more than you ever thought imaginable, please ask God to open your eyes to see the internal fruit that he's growing. It will build your faith. Remember, there's a day coming when that internal work will be complete and your eyes will physically see the hope that you're clinging to in your mind and heart. This is our story and what God has done, and we want to hold out hope that he can do it in your life as well. Thank you again for dropping your anchor with HarborCast. Please visit us on the web at harborchurch.org for more information about what we believe, what we do to serve our community, and how you can get involved in our mission here in Mooresville. And finally, follow HarborCast wherever you listen to podcasts. May the Lord continue to equip you to share the good news about Jesus.